Welcome, I'm with the CEO of Bioshow, Bridget Bad. Good afternoon. Oh, it's so lovely to see you again. It's been a little while. It certainly has. What a few years it's been, huh? Yeah, you've got some really exciting things to show us. Well, we are super proud to be bringing the latest technology to market again. Um, and that is an oral fluid HIV self-test called AuraQuick, which actually is the easiest HIV self-test in the world. It's literally a swipe of your gums, 20 minutes, and you have your result. So, wow. Yeah, it's, um, there, there is no easier HIV test. So this one is not a blood, it's not a pinprick one with blood? So it literally is just... Just and we've all done the oral things recently, haven't we? I know. <laughs> Haven't we? Yes. Another <laughs> another story from the past couple of years. I think yeah. everyone knows how to swab their um, mouth now. So we've historically always worked with um, blood tests. And we know that that technology and the science behind that and have always been, until the last couple of years, quite sceptical about oral fluid because obviously there's lots less antibodies and all of these tests look for antibodies. Um, but the technology is now so advanced and the reason that the accuracy is comparable to blood test is because the sample size is so much bigger. So the old blood HIV self-test took two and a half microliters. The new OraQuick test collects, you know, milliliters of um, wow. oral fluid. So it's it's as accurate as blood, but without the prick. Without the prick. And we all... <laughs> there was, I was going to insert joke here, but I think, I, I think it won't for your audience. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, because I was doing a little bit of research on this, because obviously we've worked in the past. I thought I'd do a refresher. Going back like 41 years, something like that, when they first came out with these HIV diagnoses, you got your blood. You had to be, you've had to have been infected, what, between, was it... 12 weeks and a few months before you could get a result from this? Yeah. Well, I mean, the testing protocols are still the same. So um, for, for lateral flow tests, and yeah. now we all know what a lateral flow test is, they all look for antibodies to HIV. So they don't look actually for the virus itself. Right. And the reason for that 12-week window period is because people make antibodies at different rates. Mm. So by four weeks, about half of people will have made antibodies, which is called zero conversion. By six weeks, that's about 95% of people right. who, who have contracted HIV have made antibodies. But there are a few percentage of people who don't zero convert until quite late. So that's why we say don't rely on a negative result until 12 weeks, just in case you're one of those late zero converters. But you can test from four weeks. Obviously, anything negative in that window period is a very, you know, encouraging sign. But if you get a positive test, then that's always a positive. You don't have to retest again at 12 weeks. So yeah. a positive result is always a positive result. And you said that there's no, there's not a lot of scope or much scope for any kind of error when you get a positive on these tests not really there's not much that can interfere you know other types of antibodies they've been tested they've been so rigorously tested for mm. you know any cross reactivities with other antibodies or medications so there's not very much there's an occasional immunocompromising condition that that might interfere with the result but that's another reason the global protocol um, before someone would actually go into treatment for HIV is you have two positive test results from two different technologies. Yeah. So if you have a positive self-test result at home or wherever you do your test, yeah. then you need to go and get a confirmatory test and you'll be put on treatment straight away. Very effective, very good antiretroviral therapy. Nice. And just to stress about where you do it at home. Now, this box you can buy and you literally can do it at home. 
Yes, you can literally do it at home or in your car or <laughs> in the bathroom or yes. Where, as, long, wherever. As, long as, you can, as long as you can fit into a space, you can do it, can't you? Exactly, exactly. And it really is. I'm, I'm going to open one to yeah, show you. Is that okay? Let's do a right. bit of ASMR moment where you can do it next to them. Yes. This is me. There's a, there's a foil pouch because obviously people can't actually see us at yeah. the moment. Um, and there's two things in here. One is the buffer solution. So that's what, yeah, small tube with a lid, and that's what makes the test run. Same as everyone knows with the old LFTs, as they called them <laughs> for COVID. So that's the solution. It's about the size of a lipsol. The, the the test stands up to run. Uh, I'm going to flip the lid. Yeah, do it. On Ooh, this. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? <laughs> how, how are we making this kind of? I know. <laughs> sexy. Uh, so standing up, don't know why I'm holding that up, standing up in the stand that comes with it. Yeah. And this is the the swab. So it looks kind of like a lollipop size, yeah. I would say. This is the lateral flow part of it. So this is, you, you know, the, the part you would recognise. And this is where the sample's collected. So the paddle end of things. So it's basically a paddle attached to what looks like a Scottish version of a lateral flow test. It? <laughs> it's a bit, actually. Yeah, so just, just to get an idea in your head. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to do this for you now and show it. So you have to yeah. basically swipe your top gums, swipe your bottom gums. So here we go. Oh, I see. So you, you're rubbing it from one cheek inside, right mm. across the top of your gums. To the cheek and then your bottom gums. Bottom gums. That's it. No blood. No just blood. saliva. Just put it oh, in. Oh, then you just pop it in. Yeah, in 20 minutes. Wow. 20 minutes. And you obviously you get a binary result, a positive or a negative result. But the um, what I think, well, our whole company thinks, is absolutely so prerequisite in an HIV self-test is when you get the control lines, so that's your negative line that comes up on this test, you have to have applied enough sample. You know, you have to have collected enough oral fluid for this to trigger the test. If I didn't put enough oral fluid on here, no lines come up. Right. So I know 100% that I haven't done my test properly. Right. And that does not apply to all HIV self-tests. So know what you're buying. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Could you actually add extra saliva to your mouth? Is it like get yourself prepared and then move it? You know when you yeah you don't you don't really need to because it's collecting yeah. kind of the oral fluid at the top of your right. along your gums. So I think it probably wouldn't be advisable to have a super dry mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah. But you shouldn't have used any kind of eaten or drunk anything really for about fifteen minutes beforehand. And the other thing is don't use any toothpaste or mouthwash for about half an hour before because that can make the test not work. It wouldn't give you a false result. It means your test wouldn't run properly. Right, that's fine. And and of course we're talking about the, the benefits of having this all one. Yeah, I think it's just we've always been and the person I've always been deeply passionate about giving people responsibility and knowledge is power. And I think the more information you can have about yourself the more you can take control of things the better informed choices you can make and moving forward with confidence especially now whatever tools it takes to help you feel you know more in control is a good thing from my perspective so we're quite happy to offer people you know tools and and products that that just helps them make more confident choices so mm. what response have you got to having it all rather than the pinpricks i know a lot of people don't like and you can and, and it's not as you need to be in a, in a private place i guess to do the blood to do the prick but it's like you said you sit in your car now and like well, i'm off out do it around your mouth go I know it, it really has been. So I think there was quite a lot of educational work that went on right from healthcare professionals, pharmacists, right through to kind of end users 
to make sure they understood that you know it is as accurate as blood but without the prick and that you know you you can trust your result because it will only work if you collect enough sample now we're in that position um i mean we've done a few things and we've done some really cool stuff at um pride in london recently and also we're going to pride in cardiff hey. as well um but really there's about 95% of people that we ask would prefer to use you know, oral yeah. fluid instead of blood. Um, so f f this really is quite a game changing. There's no excuses now. Not that there ever were, no. but that it couldn't yeah. be easier. Well, I've got a friend who passes out when he gets a needle in his arm. So, I mean, that literally oh. is no excuse. I'm guessing that the other 5% then was maybe because they think it's not as accurate as blood doing all. Yeah, I think so. And there's, there's some trust kind of issues. Yeah. There's something more medical about um, having blood. And also some people just don't want to self-test. They'd rather go to a clinic. So um, we've always said, you know, we're, we're a testing choice. Yeah. Um, that's what we always like to offer is a choice. So, if you know, what suits you, um, whether you don't want to have a self-test and you'd rather go to a clinic and have you know, someone there with you um, or doing yeah. the test for you. But obviously you don't get your result while you wait. So yeah. it's a bit horses for courses. On the other side of it, it's great for knowing your status if you're unknown. But if you're, say, you're on your medication and you've been taking uh, the drugs and you're undetectable, how how could that work? I, I don't yeah, know this thing. Is it, is it um, useful for people? It's, like it's a tricky one if you're um, already virally suppressed. So if you're undetectable, we don't recommend you use this test because... It looks for antibodies and actually your antibodies can can decline. They don't certainly don't disappear, but it's the virus that it, it suppresses. Um, we've also been asked uh, recently about people with PrEP. So it's so difficult. There, there is literally not a test on the planet that you can recommend to use with PrEP. And the reason for that is that people that are on PrEP don't contract HIV. So you can't run clinical studies and you can't collect data for how effective this is. At picking up people who would contract HIV when they're on PrEP. Yeah. Because people on PrEP don't get HIV. So, um, yeah, so we, they're, they're kind of two contraindications, but we do obviously know people who are on PrEP and, and do self-test. So I, I suppose the, one of the benefits as well, I know there's different reasons why they're using it, but the oral one, I mean, PrEP is quite, it's, it's a strong medication to take, isn't it? Yeah, To protect it yourself from HIV. Yeah. Whereas at least this one, you know, before you're going into anything. So Yes. Yeah. And it, again, it's the knowledge is power conversation. Yeah. And obviously with HIV, with it being so treatable, um, the earlier you know, um, you know, the, the, the better the outcomes, the easier the solution um, well, obviously, if you're undetectable, I'm not sure we talked about it before, but if you're virally suppressed and undetectable, you can't pass HIV on. The science proves it. So your own health is protected and you can actually you are safer to have sex with someone who's virally suppressed, unprotected sex with someone who's virally suppressed than someone who's not. And, and for me in the past as well, I'd always appreciate someone more being open and honest than someone who says, I don't know my status. When yeah. someone says, I don't know there's always that massive window of like, well, you yeah. know, could you so? And I think there's also, why don't you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, do you not care about me? Do you not care about yourself? Why would you not know? You know, so, I mean, people are all different. Um, but I would be more concerned about 
you know, someone not knowing their status and knowing that they had yeah. HIV for sure. Absolutely. And like I said, it's very easy to do now because it's all rather than blood-based. Where could you get one of these um, the tests from? So our HIVselftest.co.uk is um, stocking them. Um, they're just shortly coming online on in Superdrug and Lloyd's. Um, hopefully Boots not too far behind them. So And there's lots of independent pharmacies who are stocking. So please ask your local pharmacist. And you've got something else that's out now so can you tell us what this it's a teaser so don't give too much away because you have to listen to the next podcast that's on any of your streaming services well you're gonna have to visit sprayprotectgo.com to find out but believe me it helps out a lot thank you very much bridget for, for coming to join us on the podcast thank you for having me it's wonderful 